When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey traders, Akil Stokes here and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast coming through your speakers each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm beyond excited about today's episode because we're going to follow up on a very controversial podcast that I did the other week talking about what it really takes to turn a small amount of money into a large amount of money. In the last episode, or in that podcast, I should say, I kind of shot down that myth. And today, I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it, including an example which shows you how to get a 3,000 plus percent return. So make sure you take notes on this one. And as always, share this, subscribe, and please rate. Hey guys, Akil here. Before we dig into today's podcast episode, I want to do a little bit of shameless promotion and tell you about a free training that is now available. It's called The Process of Trading. If you follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, wherever, you should be able to find the link where you can sign up and get this free workshop. Trust me, it's amazing. The response has been great already. However, it's only going to be available for a limited time. So make sure you do this ASAP and make sure you share it with a trading buddy of yours as well. Now let's dig into this podcast episode. I'm super excited about it. We're talking about compounding profits. I'm going to show you, actually, I'm going to walk you through how a little bit of money, what is considered to be a little bit of a return per year, can actually produce massive gains that you never thought were possible. So let me know what you think when you're done, and I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. What a time to be alive. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. And if you can't tell already, I'm in a fantastic mood. It is a, a beautiful Monday. Finally, we've avoided the, the spring snowstorms that we've been having for the last few weeks. And I'll tell you what, I'm hyped up off of a, a really good Q&A session. Uh, for you guys that may not be in the know, I am a trading coach over at tier1trading.com and each and every Monday... Uh, we do a Q&A session, a private question and answer session, about an hour, hour and a half long. Um, today, the subject was the head and shoulders pattern, and I was kind of able to dig into the psychology of it and, and follow up on a, a great lesson we did on the process of trading the week before. And it was just one of those days where it felt like everything just clicked just right, and you can really see the uh, the light bulbs going off in the traders' minds, which is a uh, Cool. We affected some people today. The feedback was great. So as a coach, that's what makes me happy. Now, in today's podcast, I want to do a little bit of a follow-up to a, a recent episode. If you guys have been paying attention, and I know you have been watching and listening to each and every episode, you're going to remember an episode I did not too long ago where I was talking to a trader who had a very or wanted to fund an account with a very small amount of capital. And we were having the discussion about how realistic is it to turn this very, very small amount of money into a very, very large amount of money. 
And this is always a controversial subject. It's very touchy because you're simply you're, you're basically you're going to get a divide on the opinions. You're going to have a select group of traders who are, I guess, a lot more realistic. And I say that in a non-offensive way. No, I don't. You have, you're going to have a group of traders that are a lot more realistic on what can actually be achieved from the market as far as your return and as far as is trading a get rich quick scheme and they're going to support you or at least support my opinion on it and then you're going to have another group of traders who are under this belief and don't get me wrong you can be if you are a very 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 skilled trader there, there is a a very small percentage of traders that can achieve very 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 massive things if you guys have ever read anything by mark douglas he's uh the late mark douglas may he rest in peace he wrote a book called Trading in the Zone. This is a book that I recommend all traders read. Fantastic. One of the best books on trading psychology, personally speaking, and also taught me why I was afraid of dogs. But he, categor he categorizes traders in, in three sections. So there are um, the traders that just fail. Imagine this as being like a pyramid. Um, you'll, if you follow me on YouTube, you've seen a video of this where I actually drew it out for you guys. But um, imagine there being like a pyramid. At the bottom of the pyramid are the failures. You know, those are about, I think, what, 30 percent, 30 to 40 percent of traders that just fail right away. So they have no business being in trading. They think it's a, a get rich quick scheme. They think it's uh, like gambling. They come in, they lose some money. Boom, they're done. They go on to the next uh, great scheme to collect riches. Then there's about uh, 30 to 40 percent or 40 to 50 percent, which are in the middle. Those are called the boom and busters or boom or busters. Those are the traders that have the right intentions in what they can, uh, the right intentions with their trading as far as what they can achieve and how they need to go about achieving it. However, there's simply something missing. They're, they're not bad traders, meaning they haven't been so poor that they've blown their accounts. However, they haven't quite been able to get over the hump and they kind of go from a little bit of profit to a little bit of drawdown, a little bit of profit, a little bit of drawdown. Essentially, if you would if you would imagine these traders being like a chart, it was a period of consolidation where they're bouncing up and down and uh, not really going anywhere. And I personally think that's the scariest section to be in. Then there's a small percentage at the top There's about 10 percent at the top of the successful traders and this is where you see kind of like 90 percent of traders fail there's 10 percent at the top that are successful traders and i would go on to add that within that 10 percent there's a smaller one percent of super traders and i'm talking these are the people that are just absolutely killing it so think about it like this there's there's a you know if you got everybody in the nba is good the national basketball association or you can even do the uh, soccer professional soccer just to make it to the professional level in the NBA, right? You are good. You are one of the best players ever. I wish I had the numbers in front of me, but if you take the the pool of players that start, that start out uh, playing sports in high school, that then don't make it to college, that then don't make it past college to the, the professional league, it gets very, 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 very small, right? It filters the majority of people out. And then within that, that big uh, section of great players, there are standout players. There are Michael Jordans, there are LeBron James, there are Steph Curry's, James Harden's. These are the the elite of the elite. You can take it uh, to soccer as well. You have people like, like Lionel Messi, for example. Um, everyone's good in professional soccer, whether you're playing in the, maybe not the MLS, but even the MLS, even our American Soccer League. But you're playing in the uh, La Liga, you're playing in the Bundesliga, you're playing in the Premiership. Everybody is good. 
However, the superstars are to stand out. And you see that with trading as well. So maybe if you are in that category of trader, you are able to do some really, really, really fantastic things. You can take a $100 account, I think was the example, and turn it into a million dollars. Maybe you can do that. But the reality for most of us, the reality of, for most of us is that we won't make it. But the reality of for most of us that are listening to this podcast, because I'm, I'm assuming it takes a different type of trader to actually take action and decide to listen to something to improve themselves. The reality is you're probably going to end up in the boomer buster category or you're going to end up being a successful trader, but not a super, super, super successful trader. And I know what you're asking yourself right now, Akil, where do you put yourself at? I am not a superstar by any means. I think I am a good trader. I think I am a consistently profitable trader. I know I am a consistently profitable trader, but I am not a superstar. My returns won't wow you. But if you go back to the sports reference, it's enough for me to have a very long career and collect a very good paycheck over time. Um, And a lot of that is going to come from compounding your profits. And that's what's going to be the subject of today's trading coach podcast. So after the after the, the podcast episode, I, I paid attention to a lot of Twitter responses. And again, there are many on each side. Some of it saying, Akil, you have no idea what you're talking about. That's way too long to turn. I think it was $100 into $10,000. I forgot what the number was, but that's way too long to turn that into that. There was another trader who did the math and was like, no, you're, you're 100% right. Like People think a 3% return, right? Averaging 3% a month is what I always say is if you're considered a good trader. That's what I typically try to do. Um, no, no, kill. you're right. If you average a 3% return, you compound that over years and years and years. In five years, you, you, you can easily turn a small amount into a big amount. So what I decided to do was I decided to do the math, right? And I want to walk you through some of this math. You gotta, if you got a pad and pen or, or, or you're at your computer, write this down. And let's take that 3% number because that's something I've been consistent with over the years. Let's say you average 3% a month. Now, When I say average 3% a month, just so you can do the math with me, I don't mean that each and every month you're earning 3%. Obviously, there are going to be months that are a lot better, 10% months. Obviously, there are going to be months that are a lot worse, negative 10% months, hopefully not negative 10, but negative 5% months, let's see. But when I say average 3% a month, I mean at the end of the year, because I typically look at annual results as being the end-all be-all, really the only thing that's important to me. At the end of the year, did I average, right, through the 12 months of trading, did I average 3%? So essentially, I'm looking for a 36% return for the year. So think about it that way. So let's take a trader that's starting with a $10,000 account, a $10,000 account. And let's say they are averaging this 36% return annually. Here's what the numbers look like. First year, I'm going to round them off a little bit. So you guys out there that are with your calculator that are very, very, very picky, I'm going to round them off, right? I'm not going to talk about, you know, 15 cent at the end. So stick with me. But at the end of your first year, right, based on your $10,000 account, you would have made $3,600 in profit. Again, doesn't seem like a big deal. Right, because it's not get rich quick. Um, anyone that is familiar with investing, thirty six percent is incredible. Right, just check check what your mutual fund is currently giving you, and, and you'll see that. Um, 
but $3,600, right? So you start the next year with instead of $10,000, you start the next year with $13,600. Now let's say you're able to do another 36% at the end of year two. Well, year two is gonna yield you about $4,900. Putting your total after two years from 10,000 up to 18,000 and some change, 18,5. The next year that 18,5 turns into a profit of $6,650, giving you $25,000 total in your account. After the next year, right? 36% of that 25,000 is going to give you about 13,000 and some change. After that, you're going to get 22,000 and some change. After that, you're going to get 36,000 and some change. And by the time you start your seventh year of trading, you're essentially trading with a $100,000 account, just like that. Now, here's the fun part. You've done nothing different. You didn't add more pairs. In this example, you, you didn't even... You, did, you didn't even do any fancy position sizing thing. We'll talk about that a little bit later. You just traded consistently and got your 36% return. And by year seven, you've taken a $10,000 account and you've turned it into $100,000. Let me ask you this, because it seems, it seems great now, right? The, the destination seems great, but the journey didn't seem too good at the beginning. And that's the power of compounding, right? If you can do the same thing with more money, you will make more money. You don't need to do anything different. But let me ask you guys this question and feel free to respond on social media. If I told you that if you gave me $10,000 today, if you gave me six years, I'd give you $100,000 back. Would you take that deal? My guess is that 100 out of 100 traders would say yes. Maybe 99. There's always got to be that one person. But I would guess that 99% of traders would say yes to that. So if we're okay with that type of loan, how come we're so impatient when it comes to our own trading? How come in our own trading, we have to turn that 10,000 into 100,000 in two years, and if we don't, we're considered a failure? It's just being greedy. It's just being greedy, guys. Now, for fun, here's what I did. So we have a money management spreadsheet. You know, part of the, the trading education thing is we teach position sizing and, and, and money management and stuff like that. So we have a spreadsheet that we offer our traders where we implement what's called a smooth ratio money management position sizing strategy. It's a long-winded term for that, but <laughs> that's the best I can explain it. Essentially, it's a way for you to increase what you're trading as your trading uh, performance gets better and better. So I threw these numbers in there. So I threw the basic numbers in that I just read, read to you. And I threw it in our money management position sizing strategy. And, and here's what it shot out. So first of all, with the normal numbers, it roughly gave about a 9,000% return on investment, which again, is ridiculous, but everyone wants to do it in a year. So 
When I threw this into our money management spreadsheet and I used a very conservative position sizing strategy, it's not even a very aggressive one because we all know that we can do funny tricks if we make something so aggressive. Um, but I, I used a conservative one and that same 900% return ended up giving us a 3,210% uh, return. Doing the same actions, but just implementing a position sizing strategy. And this is with a very conservative approach. This means doing so in a position where you're not overextending yourself in the market and giving yourself the chance to go broke. Because when you hear about people making these great returns, when you hear about people making these thousand percent returns a month or even a year, there's a reason they're doing so. They're betting very heavy on themselves. Now, again, if you're a superstar trader and you never lose, you can do that. You got to know yourself as a trader. And when you bet heavy on yourself, when you win big, you are going to win massive. However, when you lose, you're typically going to lose it all. It's very similar to imagine yourself at a poker table and you think you have the best hand every time. So you just put all the chips in. And when you win, you're making these massive returns. When you win, you are, you are getting everything from everyone. But if you keep doing that, if you keep pushing the chips in each and every time, all it takes is one loss and now you're done. You're out the game. And if you were, if you were to imagine your trading success, I, I imagine trading, just success in general, but trading to be like a mountain. A big high mountain. Now, in my mind, this mountain has no ceiling because there's never an end goal. You just keep going, going, and going, and you, you get above the clouds, and there's you know a next part of the mountain, and you do it until you die eventually, or you, you, you pass it on to your children, and they go on from there. Anyway, that's another story. Um, but imagine this mountain, and the goal is to get as high as you can on this mountain. The best way to do so is to slowly climb up one step at a time. Right hand, left hand. Right foot, left foot. One step at a time. And you do so in a way where you don't take any steps backwards. You just keep slowly going up and up and up. The trader that is betting too heavy on themselves, that is over leveraging themselves in the market, they're the ones doing these big swings, right? Making these big jumps where you're slow and steady, you're, you're inching up and slow and boring and non-exciting and whatnot. This is the trader that's jumping over you and they get two levels higher. They get three levels higher, four level higher. And they're showing off in front of the crowd. However, when they slip, two things happen. One, they fall off the cliff and die. They blow their account, they never recover. Two, they fall off the cliff. Maybe they catch themselves at the bottom, but now they got to work themselves all the way back up from a much, much, much lower level. And in the bigger picture, the slow and steady climber is the one that's going to win that race. And even better, there's no chance of death. So I know that this isn't going to, you know, this isn't going to be a great podcast for everyone. Because many of you are, are under this impression that I don't know what I'm talking about. 
But I, I urge you, right, to ask any professional trader out there their opinion on this subject. And I'm not talking about the people that are trying to sell you $99 systems. I'm not talking about the, the multi-level marketing people, the ones that just want to get you in so they can get your quick buck. I'm talking about real traders. Or read a book. Do that even. And tell me how many of these stories do you actually hear about the super trader that's taken a $1,000 account and turned it to a million dollars in a year. It sounds good. It feels good. It makes for a great story. Unfortunately, it's not reality. And I'm not saying this to kind of stomp on your dreams. I just don't want to see you get hurt. I don't want to see you fall off that cliff. But if you take the right approach and you be patient, as I mentioned before, you can make a 3,000% return in seven years. It'll be a very slow and boring 3,000% return, but your bank account won't care. And maybe that's the route you want to focus on. Just my opinion. All right, so once again, trading is not a get-rich-quick scheme. However, if you go about things the right way, you can see it doesn't take very long to turn a small amount of money into an incredible amount. It just takes patience and it just takes doing things the right way. As always, I appreciate you guys joining me for this podcast. Do me a big favor. Head over to Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to this at. Leave me a rating, leave me a review, and share this on social media. Thank you.